I have to tell the people about the Patreon. Yes, you do. Patreon.com slash SMDB. SMDB, like so many damn books. For just a dollar, you can join up and you get access to all the exclusive content that I record just for the Patreon. Also, you get to join the book club. The So Many Damn Books book club. It's been some of the best conversations I've had about books. It really always sounds like a blast. I usually like come home and just hear like giggles coming from the library. So it's a great time. You should join. And I would love to have more people join the fray. You may or may not know that Christopher runs this whole show himself on the hosting side, on the technical side, everything. This is a one-man show, truly. He does it all. Support your boy Christopher. Even at the dollar level really helps. So uh, join up patreon.com slash smdb i'd love to have you patreon.com slash smdb on with the show do you know that oprah's real name is orpa no yes yes o-r-p-a-h how did she figure out to change it to oprah great question didn't read that far on the wikipedia entry (laughs) Really stellar research there, buddy. <laughs> really Look, good. I have an intern for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> to finish reading your... <laughs> yeah, I, I find the good article. Th- I'm like, hey, finish reading this for me. I don't think that's what your <laughs> intern's for. So many... So many... So many... Damn books. Here we are. Yes, it's 2019. It's 2019. And it's time to talk about last year. Indeed. Welcome, I'm Christopher. I'm Drew. And this is So Many Damn Books. We forgot how to start this, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a minute. Yeah. How are your holidays? Oh, you know, grand. Yours? Equally grand. Lots of reading, naturally. Uh, yeah, I read some things that, um, you know, I finally read that new Tom uh, Rackman book, A Talent oh, Teacher. Yeah? And uh, so much fun. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I got to jump on that. Yeah, that's one of that's an early connection between you and me. Indeed, one of the lost episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and read some other stuff. Read a couple of those horror Christmas stories. Oh, cool. Yeah. What about you? You read some stuff? Um. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, I read the Great Believers. Oh, wait. You should tell everybody how many books you read last year because it's insane. It is. I listen. Listen. <laughs> they're list. They're that's what they're doing. True. <laughs> I just I can't say this enough. I am as sort of shocked and disconcerted by this number as anyone I've said it to. And okay. nobody believes me when I say that. I don't. How many books is it, Drew? 220. Oh, gosh. Right? That's it's a lot. Sort of, it sneaks up on you, it turns <laughs> out. That's a, um, <laughs> that's a lot of books. I think you have a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Very stressed at work. <laughs> the world's going to hell. Um, and so what else to do but read some good books? Um, we should talk about some of the best ones, best ones that we read. Yes, it was, great, as is true of every year, a great year for books, a great yes. year for reading. So we, um, we, we chose four books together that we think are some of the best we read last year. And then and one each uh, that either... The other person didn't like as much. Or didn't read or whatever. Um, And, you know, I think this list, as all of these lists should have as like an asterisk next to them, which is like, of the books that we read of 2018, admittedly, there are many more that we didn't get to. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so there's some stuff on here. Yeah, that it's. I would love it to love this list to be much longer. Yeah, but yeah. it's these lists are you know. They're just to make sense of what you ac- accomplished during the year, right? Yeah, and you know it's fun. I mean, I look forward every year to January and being on G Chat at work with you yeah. and being like, "So okay, got to pick four. Yeah, what are they? And then what is which one are you going to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this year we had, I mean, we had a unanimous easy shoe in favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the friend. Sigrid Nunes. I mean, such a great book. Won the National Book Award. Um, Um, Has some dog centric stuff. Mm -hmm. Thank you to Ruth Curry for bringing it to us. Yeah, it's funny. Like, so much of my favorite books this year revolve around the show. Yeah. Um, You know, we really went into that book. And I think that I would have maybe even not um, been so read it so closely if it weren't for the show. Yeah, totally. I also um, am really pleased with how that cocktail turned out. That was a good one. Um with yeah. the whole with the whole ass lime. Uh-huh. Yeah. That if you haven't read that book, get it. Get, like that is that it's the one book that I've recommended the most to people last year. Yeah. Definitely. It's so good. Such a shame it's not in the tournament. Mhm. So that's number 1. That's number 1. Although there's really no numbers to these. There's really no numbers. It's just it's a just, group of books that yes. we really think are superlative. Yeah. Like Rachel Lyons' self-portrait with boy. Which I believe was our number one guest last year uh-huh. in terms of literally a year ago she came on the show. Yeah. She's our first guest of 2018. And what a book. And, you know. Great book. What a year that book had. I mean, it really um, it uh-huh. really went the distance for a lot of things and still ended up on some lists and everything. It is It is always a weird thing to watch January books and then you're like, wow, that was this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and gosh, I mean self-portrait with boy is just like it's such like a quiet small novel in in a lot of ways um and just like i love these art world books that give Mm -hmm. you a um a a real i don't know art in fiction is one of my favorite things yeah that book is also like that book is sneaky Mm -hmm. in the way it sticks around i find myself still particularly thinking about a the ghost and Mm -hmm. b photography yeah like i i i'm went home to my parents' house and dug through a bunch of boxes and stuff to find my old Nikon 35mm camera mm-hmm. because of reading that book. Yeah. Next up, another guest. Uh-huh. Uh, we That Are Young, Preeti Tanaja. Mm-hmm. That book, I mean, it's... It's the densest book that I think I read last year. Yeah, it's definitely well. Uh, you know, it's an, another favorite. It's it's neck and neck for density with um, Sion's uh, oh, Codex yeah. 1963, 1962. Oh, I keep doing that. It's okay. It's the 60s. But yeah, we that are young. It's just um, talk about a book that sneaks up on you. I really wasn't expecting to really like like it as much as I. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't in, in liking it. And thinking like, oh, these are like interesting characters, but I started to really enjoy it, and like, it really started to wash over me. That sort of, I, I guess people talk about kaleidoscopic novels, sure. And this one, with all of its facets and all of the things that you went deeper and deeper into, this is definitely what I think of when people write down that. Yeah, that moniker. I've been talking about a lot at work um, with all of the various Shakespeare people who I deal with. One of my colleagues is dramaturging the. Uh, Glenda Jackson Lear on Broadway. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, 
have you read this book? And he was like, oh, I've been meaning to. And I was like, now's the time, friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really, I mean, it's one of those things where it doesn't need to, you don't need to know that it was an adaptation. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. It's, it stands up on its own two legs. It's fantastic. And Pretty's just brilliant. Yeah. Like, you're, we're going to be hearing a lot more from her. Yeah. And it's, it's everything is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Next up uh, is this this little book that we haven't seen on any lists and it should be everywhere. It still. should like, how did this, bo- I don't understand. Heartbreaker by Claudia Day. We both loved this. Yeah. Book. We both flipped for it. It's a, it's such a weird premise. Mm-hmm. This, um, this world that got stuck in the eighties and the, um, strange, all of the detail, the weird stuff with the cars and the gas mm-hmm. and, um, the strange economy. I'm always interested in, in a book that like upends the idea of how like the worth and cost of things. Yeah, I I mean I love a good cult book. Mm-hmm. Any book that centers spiritually, 1977 to 1984 Van Halen. Mm-hmm. I always gonna shoot to the top of my list. Yeah. Um, but it's just like man, that book. There's a lot in that book that you can think about when you're done reading and sort of like push out and see, be like, so what's the rest of the world look like Mm -hmm. around this book? And just sort of enjoy that intellectual exercise. Yeah. And you know, it's just, uh, it's also like a mother daughter book in a Mm -hmm. way. And it's a uh, dog book. I know the dogs, the dog. You're the dog. Maybe. Okay. So those are, no. Okay. So those are four. That we both agree were incredible from last year. Yeah. That we both read. And again, there are so many other books. Please mm-hmm. tell us yours if you haven't yet. We would love to know your favorites. And, uh, you know, we're going to probably put the list up on Instagram. You can comment your favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can email us your favorites. Tweet at us. Do do, do your thing. Uh-huh. We, we love to see those lists. The one, okay, so you talk about yours, maybe, or okay. do you want me to talk about mine? You talk about yours. Okay. All right. Well, so these are books that um, I I I know you liked this. Yeah. Um, we're both a big fan of her work. Um, this is Marisha Pestle's uh, Neverworld Wake, which I I mean I've been dying for another Marisha Pestle book. Oh yeah. Since Night Film. Um, Special Topics in Calamity Physics is still one of my favorite novels ever. Um, And this is like a crazy, like, Groundhog Day-esque plus Mm -hmm. all sorts of weirdness. Um, And I don't know. It's a YA novel, I guess, in the way that it was um, positioned to the world's teenagers. But she got this... I don't know. She deals with teenagers well. Special Topics was also teenagers. Yeah. And um, yeah. it was classified as an adult novel. I don't really know that, like how this one got put. Right. Is it like pages? But you this know? one, I mean, I don't know. I, I loved being in the, in the wake. And um, I loved being in Marisha Pestle's hands again. And it just, it was also one of these books that gave me that feeling that, that like, the world zipped into nothing and I was just there and I needed the next page and the next page. That's isn't that, I mean, isn't that just the best? Yeah. I was one of those ones where like I walked reading it to nice. like read a few pages. Nice. Yeah. That I, 
in New York, I do not know. It's that and I missed my subway stop. Mm-hmm. Those are the two. Missed your subway stop is like you were so engrossed. But walked while reading is arguably far more dangerous. So much more dangerous. Okay. <laughs> so I know you didn't you didn't love that one like I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and so, I mean, she is one of those authors where like anything she writes, auto buy, auto mm-hmm. read. Um, but similarly, you you very much did not love the book that I'm going to pick, mm-hmm. um, which is Amber Tamblyn's Any Man, mm-hmm. which is a- another book that like just pff, disappeared from lists, didn't show up. I don't I don't know that it showed up on any list, and baffling to me. I I feel like the book came and went in a way that I was surprised by when I read it because it was one of those books that I consumed in a single gasp mm-hmm. um and that you know it it's like i read it and had the sensation of rage and fury and let's take a look at at sexual violence in a way that can potentially make a man think differently about it mm-hmm. but also it's a it is a weird book um structurally it's strange writing wise it's a little bit prose it's a little bit poetry Mm -hmm. it's a little bit found documents um and it's it's an how to say this it's like it's an uncompromising book yeah i hear that that get thrown around a lot and i'm always like what does that mean but like this is a book where you're either like i'm in it or no thanks yeah it's it's i think there's a disregard for the uh the reader's uh, comfort or interests yeah um, that is like blatant and on purpose yeah and it i mean it struck me at a moment where i was open and receptive to being made uncomfortable mm. um yeah and ultimately this is like a, a perfect example of it takes all types you know? yeah yeah um and and yeah there's all there are a million other books that we could that just nudged out on these lists. I mean, know. there always is. We, you know, if you ask us, we can tell you our like our runners up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I always say too, there's always the books that we didn't get to read at all that mm-hmm. came out and could have been on this list, but we just didn't have time to read them. Do you have Do you have one for folks? Yeah, yeah. Like I was so excited about um, a Winter's Promise by Crystal Debos, which is um, oh yeah that Europa editions. Uh, um like it's a it's their first fantasy novel first fantasy novel and it's their first that i think it's aimed at young adults as well mm-hmm. in some way it's just gorgeous it's french yeah um i'm really excited about that and the ensemble by uh-huh. asia gabble i believe um i th- there was just like a bunch of things that i was really trying to get through to get to things and uh either they didn't fit in suitcases or uh just didn't get to them when i wanted to yeah and, and i'm sure they'll be favorites yeah what about you uh for Same me question. for me the mars room rachel oh, Kushner. yeah which i mean i got it i got it as an indispensable i was so excited about it and it always kept being like oh, oh i'll i'll get there next mm-hmm. can i do two can i do two is that cheating i did two milkman by anna burns uh. which won the booker prize and i mean it's it's i don't know stream of consciousness which is something that i'm always excited for a good stream of consciousness book it won in the booker yeah i mean i'm it, i'm gonna get to it 
most quickly of anything, I think, because... So I did that uh, Penguin UK Read the Year challenge last year, which was fun, where it's just like they give you a prompt each month to try to fit into. Um, and I decided I made up one that I posted on my Instagram, and I'll share it from the So Many Damn Books Twitter account or something, but it's like, here's a fun prompt for each month. You can follow it or you can fit a book into it, but the thing I decided for January was something that an award-winning book from the past year. So I think I'm going to jump on it like basically right away. Cool. What um what uh, what about from this year? What are you looking forward to coming out? Uh Kevin Barry's got a new book coming out. Oh yeah. It's called Night Boat to Tangier. Okay. It's mod- it's set in 2018 and like two shady crooks waiting on a dock for a boat to show up. Mm. I'm trying not to know anything else. Because yeah. already I'm like, it's a new Kevin Barry book? Great, I'm there. Uh, but I'm just, I'm thinking of like, I'm thinking of any good witty banter crime movie that's ever existed where there's like a scene where two dudes are talking and you're just drawn into their witty banter and they're, oh, they're bad men. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Nice. How about you? Uh, I can't wait for Helen Oyeyemi's new novel, oh, Gingerbread. Yeah. It just, it, I... This is it, similarly. I know that it's probably having to do something with fables because that's her uh, yeah. game, stock and trade, uh, and that it's got a real cool cover. Has a great cover. So those are all I need because she's incredible, and hopefully we can get her on the show. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. What about something you read last year that uh-huh. is not from 2018? We do we do a lot of present tense talking, but there's also the book club portion of the show. Yeah. What do you got? Well, I mean, I talked about this on the show already. I think I recommended this to. It was a. Uh, it was Lethem, I think. Lethem. That's right. It was Lethem. But yeah, Fifteen Dogs by Andre Alexis. This is the, one of these books that hit me unexpectedly hard. Um, it's brutal, but it's like the most real dog book that I've read in a long time. And it was just like fascinating the idea of giving dogs language and how it would change their nature and how it would like also make some things stay the same. Ooh. Yeah. There's this idea in it that, um, the only reason that they don't feel time passing is they don't have language for it. But as soon as they have like the language to recognize like seconds and minutes and hours that they're no longer able to do that dog thing of just hanging out wow that they get bored and they never got bored before huh yeah so there's stuff like that all through that book (laughs) i have to read that book yeah ziggy wants to chime in what about you um okay puppy for me also i've recommended it on the show and i'm gonna cheat a little bit uh nk jemison's broken earth trilogy Mm mm-hmm uh that's three books. It's, it is three books. None of them came out in 2018, which she just, she said something very funny on Twitter recently where she was like, hi folks, very flattered that you're all nominating me for the Hugo this year. Unfortunately, the third book in the Broken Earth trilogy uh, didn't come out this year. It came out in 2017 and fun fact, already won the Hugo. <laughs> but thank you very much. I'm so glad you're reading my books. Yeah. Um, but man, I just, I fell through those three books, mm. like falling through a hole from one side of the earth to the other. Yeah. Uh, and a Broken Earth? A Broken Earth, yes. She's one of these authors with a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, 
if I'm not mistaken, it's she finally got to a point where she was like, I'm going to quit my day job. Cool. Like, I'm making enough from. Wouldn't that be nice? Right. But uh, it's also, isn't it like there's something cool about like the old school patron model. Mm-hmm. But Working. instead of one old rich white person being like, yes, artist, I shall fund you. It's, you know. 10,000 people being like, here's a dollar. Speaking of patrons, we should, if you're a Patreon subscriber, we really appreciate you and thank you for all of your support. And yes. we would love for people to join the ranks. Um, you know, we send, we, we're going to, we're getting ideas to send out the next thing. I think it's going to be real sharp. Real surprising. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh yeah i don't know i think it's a good time to become a ten dollar uh subscriber to our patreon oh, on five dollars and one dollar works as well we really appreciate it we also put our ad free versions of the show up as well as giving you notes on each show where we go a little bit in depth yeah about the production um leave us a review on itunes we would really like it if you leave us a review on itunes it's uh early on in the year we and it helps. I don't um, know if we even gotten a review yet. Comment on our LitHub pages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that we're on LitHub, uh, definitely share those out and, and go read everything on LitHub.com. They have great coverage of what's going on in books. Yeah, and it's it's fun to be a part of the LitHub radio family. Mm-hmm. It's uh, knock on wood in 2019. We're going to get to do a lot of fun, cool things. Hopefully. And, you know, they'll be for you. So... Uh, we are so glad to be back, and we will be back soon. We'll be with, back in two weeks. Back in two weeks with Karen Thompson Walker. Right? Yeah. We should say that, right? We should. Yeah, Karen Thompson Walker's coming on the show. The uh, Dreamers. So read that. Read that. Get your get your 2019 off on the good foot. No. Okay. I just I had no, to no, do yeah. it again. No, let me t- let me. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I think that's a good way to say goodbye. Start your 2019. Yeah, take it again. One more time. Just start your 2019. 2019. Do it.